All right, welcome to the Let It Fly show. As always, brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Since 1917, providing amazing food for restaurants all over Omaha. And very soon, the restaurant down in the Capital District, the Let It Fly Sports Bar, will have Omaha Steaks as well. Opening Memorial Day of 2023. I am Michael Severe on the Let It Fly show, joined by former Creighton Blue Jay and Central High Eagle, Josh Jones. Josh Jones will will fit in that he went to Central in any conversation that's happening. You're right about that, He'd be like, knock, knock. He'd be like, who's there? Central High. Central High That's the whole joke. No, no, and then it's Central High who? Eagles. There you go. There you go. That's all I need to know. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, oh, as always, we want to focus, thank the folks here at, at Hill Varsity Sports uh, Club. Yeah. Hill Varsity Club. Uh, letting us do the show here. Uh, of course, we'll move sometime Memorial Day around that area. They're trying to get it done to yep. the, uh, the new sports bar that's going to be down uh, downtown. I, I passed by it the other day. Oh, man. I went to the Texas de Brazil place. Oh, my gosh. You know, the meat joint. I'm, I've been there three times already. It's so good. It it's is, so good. man. Did you eat the dessert or were you too full to get the dessert? No, I ate the dessert because when they when they bring it out, it's I like, vis- I'm a visual guy, so when I see it, it don't matter if I'm full I had the carrot cake. What'd you get? Uh, it was a... Um, it was a banana. It was like a banana. The banana's cre- Foster thing? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was, that I couldn't looked, think of what it was that looked. That looked pretty good. But, yeah. I, but right next to it is the Let It Fly Sports Bar. Yeah. And so I walked over there, checked it out. Things are almost done, getting yep. it done. So hopefully by, uh, by the end of May, it'll be all done. Yeah. So we'll be able to do it there. Um, we talked, obviously, a lot about the pink out last week. Yeah. You went to the game. Energy was amazing. Creighton played very, very well. What, what was it like? Not, not the basketball part of it. I feel you. What was the atmosphere like? Um... It was special. I mean, things always get special when you got some type of uh, personal attachment to it. Mm-hmm. And it, there was an eight-minute mark in the game where everyone stood up. Yeah, oh, my goodness. And if you look around the arena, there wasn't one person who didn't have a name written on yeah. the I stand for sign. Yeah. And so that alone, uh, to just show unity for something so, like, nasty within cancer man is it was powerful man it was emotional for me i still for my mom yeah that was probably my favorite memory of the whole game yeah i'm with you every time they do that um i mentioned john bishop standing up with his sign and not only did he have christian his son who had leukemia he had piv's name on there yeah piv Piv on there and piv yeah man i i think about piv probably once or twice a week yeah i started working at the world herald and piv and i never really talked before i started working at the world herald yeah and about Two weeks before he passed away, he was. I had sent him a text. How you doing? How you feeling? And he goes, you know, I would love some New Orleans food. Yeah. And I said, dude, I will. I will cook up some food and bring it yeah. to your house. And they were like, we set it up to do it like on a Friday. And I cooked like all day. And I sent him a text. He didn't text me back. And his wife texted me back. He goes, he's not feeling good. Yeah. Um, maybe another time. And then it was probably the next Tuesday or Wednesday. I yeah. went into work and they said that he had passed. But uh, we talk about it, man. Cancer yeah, is just I mean, horrible. For me, uh, I think about, you know, it's one of those things where you mention the same, you go, oh. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I mean, as a journalist covering the games, mm-hmm. always talking to me, even after a player, there was always things I was hitting him up about as far as like stats or maybe if he wanted my perspective on a game or something like yeah. that. Like we, we, we develop a relationship, mm-hmm. man. And um, you're right, he will be missed. Yep. He has been missed, and uh, he's a legend. I always tell people when you lose people like Steve Pivovar, who has all that history. Like yeah. He wrote the book about Rosenblatt Stadium. Yep. He grew up going to the College World Series, knew everything. I think he went to something like, before he got sick, I think he'd gone to like 35 straight years of College oh, straight World Series. Year. It was 35 going straight to years. Every single was, one, which was. is incredible to think about. Yeah. But, you know, that he's one of those guys that we talk about that you bring up. You put him on your sign. You talk about him. He yeah. also is, and we're going to talk to – one of the newest members of the Omaha Sports Commission Hall of Fame, Curly Alexander, coming up mm-hmm. in a couple of minutes. But the, the Media Person of the Year Award yeah. for the Omaha Sports Commission is called the Steve Pivovar Media Person yeah. of the Year Award, which is, which is pretty cool. You yeah, know, he was that guy. Yeah, I, he I remember some of the times we was on the plane, and uh, we would get off the plane, we'll have a bad game yeah. or something going on with our team, and uh, Mac would go over to Piv and say, don't write nothing crazy, man. <laughs> you know, don't write nothing crazy. And Piv would just smile. Yeah. You know, because Piv always told the truth. Yeah. Yep. But he always said it, uh, you know, with the right posture of heart, knowing mm. that you can be the best you can be. No doubt. My, my favorite thing about Piv, one more yeah. thing about Piv, is that he hated uh, pitching changes. Yeah. <laughs> and he covered Creighton basketball. And 
Coach Service did tons of pitching changes. Yeah. <laughs> and he would be like, another pitching change. Yeah. Another pitching change. He would drive him nuts. It was the best thing Steve about him. Steve Pivovar. We do miss yeah. him. Uh, R.I.P. Again, two special guests this week for the Let It Fly show. And we'll bring one of them up. And, I, and I, can, I can pace this because this man is a true legend. Yeah. He was an amazing athlete. Yeah. And now a multiple-time Hall of Famer. Let me say... 115-pound NAIA National Wrestling Championship in 1969 at UNO, then University of Nebraska at Omaha. Mm -hmm. He coached at Omaha Tech, which I just found out earlier is the Trojans. I did not know that. Um, He coached there, coached at Omaha North, 50 individual state champions before he retired in 2008, seven state championships, 78, 85, 90, 93, 94, 95, and 99, and now simply best known as Houston Alexander's coach. (laughs) <laughs> Which, I mean, from all that to that, it's just not great. Curly, how are you doing? <laughs> Houston is funny. <laughs> how are the wings? We- <laughs> they, they were great. Yeah. <laughs> they were great. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I talk about all that history and, and everything. You think back when you were a wrestler, 115 pounds. Mm-hmm. You were the baddest man on the planet at the time, right? I you was, pretty, you was a bad man, right? <laughs> I, went, I went down to the top of the the, the, the uh, insurance building down there. And once I won, and I went to the north, looked out as far as I could see. I went to the left to see, as far as I could see, the, the, the right, the south, yeah. everywhere I could go in the building. And I looked out there as far as I could see. No one out there was better than me. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, for <laughs> He's the sure. baddest man at 115, yeah. no doubt yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for me, um, just with all the accolades and uh, the people that you have put in positions to be champion, where did it start from? How did you get into wrestling? What was it like growing up at, as a kid, you know? This is amazing. Uh, I was uh, at Tech High. That's where I went to school. I was mm-hmm. at Tech High School, and I was – they had a, a track, and, and you could see down inside the gym from the track. And I was peeking down there, and they yeah. had a wrestling match going on. Mm. And this guy. What year in this? Uh, so it Just take, like 65, 66? No, it was like 61 or 2. Oh, okay. In there. All so, right, all right. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm telling my age, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, however, uh, I'm peeking through the window. I mean, through the crack in the door, I could see down on the floor, and they had a wrestling match going on. Mm. And I had tried all other sports. I got cut from basketball. Of course, inside of every wrestler, there's a basketball player somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) They couldn't find it in me. Right. (laughs) And I looked down there. This guy was uh, from Tech, was pinning this guy from North. And ironically, I ended up at At North. At North, right. But, yes, he he was pinning this guy. And I said, maybe that's something I can try. I couldn't do anything else. I wasn't Mm -hmm. big enough, fast enough, or athletic enough. So so that's when I started wrestling. But the, the funny thing that come about this is that the guy that I saw wrestling was a guy by the name of Joe Crawford. Mm. And he is the uh, great uncle of Bud Crawford. Oh, oh really? Wow. wow. Yeah, so, <laughs> this is a small so, town, boy. So right. Joe <laughs> and Ralph Crawford were my mentors as far as school. They kept all the predators off of me, you know, when nice. I was on the team because yeah. I, I needed that. They would take the kids, the new ones, and initiate them and take the – Oh, yeah. But you was that good, though, so you didn't get any of that. I was terrible. Oh. I was the worst athlete ever. <laughs> My job when I first started wrestling was to keep from getting pinned. Oh, yeah. And I could save points by not getting pinned. Right, yep. right. I couldn't even do that. <laughs> I got pinned. I got pinned every, every match but one. Yeah. You're, you're, in the, uh, you're in the high school Hall of Fame. I'm in a lot. You're in the UNO Hall of Fame. I just mentioned that you're now yeah. – um, as of last month, we voted you into the Omaha Sports Commission Hall of Fame. Congratulations Thank on that. Thank you very much. We, you're quite an honor. Very quite well deserved. Honor. But what is, what is it when you get those kind of accolades? What's, what's the feeling like um, after all these years, of course, of being an athlete and then being a coach? What's the feeling like when you get the accolades? Well, of course, it feels good uh, to you. I laugh sometimes. You know, I like to joke and so forth, as you know. Yeah. Call me Carlos Santana. And those <laughs> kind of you, look, so, you look, you're supernatural, so, baby. You're supernatural. So, so I enjoy, you know, razzing people a lot yeah. of times. But uh, I, I, you know, it, it, to me, it, it's, it's a joke because I came where I came from. Yeah, yeah. how you and started. I, yeah, and I'm yeah. thinking, me, you know, how did I, I had a brother that was good. Johnny Alexander was a good athlete, and, and he was real good. And he would uh, motivate me by when I come home and say, did you win? I said, no, I knew you weren't going. <laughs> <laughs> that, that motivated me. Yeah, right. That motivated me. And then I uh, – the other thing that vote, uh, motivated me as far as athletics, 
uh, was um, not winning a state championship. Mm. I, I wanted to be like Joe Crawford mm -hmm. so badly, and I finished second. Oh. And the other thing, you talk about how good I was, I never won a, a tournament in high school. Never, really? Never won one. Mm. And I think that helped me become. I'm kicking you. You're your okay. Leg. It's okay. I'm not getting kicked. It's my bad leg too. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, you know, I, I never thought I would achieve. I, I was motivated because yeah. I was so poor, and I got in the great Doctor Benning. Uh, Don Benning. Don yeah. Benning. He was. Uh, he was my coach in college, and I was basically a walk-on, you know, and, and I, I was, you know, used to not winning. I won my first tournament in, in college. Don and Benning, first African-American coach, wrestling coach, in mm. the country at a predominantly white school. Wow. First one ever. That was your head coach. Um, and, yeah. of course, won the national championship in 1970. And you yeah. won the championship in 69. 69, that's cool. You, yeah. <laughs> you know. We aging you. <laughs> the year I was born, 1969. <laughs> yeah. And I'm old, Curly, just yeah, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little older. Yeah. yeah. So does, um, now, me personally, like, um, when I think about, like, wrestling and all those type of things, especially with North, there are certain people that come to my mind. But as a kid growing up or whatever, I know they're totally different. But were you a WWE, WWF fan at all? Jimmy Superfly Snooker or any, you know, did you try any of them wrestling moves? You know? Yeah, a lot of those guys, Vern Gunn, you know, those guys. Yeah. They, they, they that were, was wrestling. They were, yeah, right. <laughs> they were very good uh, collegiate wrestlers and high school oh, yeah. wrestlers. Yeah. A lot of those guys, uh, Kurt Henning and some of those guys. Yeah. Of those. So, yeah, yeah, I was kind of a fan, but. You know, finally realized that a lot of stuff was yeah. showmanship. Showmanship, yeah, right. Yeah. I want to ask you about that, that late 60s, early 70s, because there was a whole lot of racial tension in Omaha at the time. Mm -hmm. You've got an African-American coach at a predominantly white school. Um, you grew up in, in an area that was a boiling point in 68 and 69. Mm -hmm. what, what was it like there at UNO for you, um, for Coach Benning at that time? Well, uh we didn't have I, – I didn't notice a whole lot of uh, discrimination or so forth. We did have uh, – students walked out one time and went over and took over the chancellor's, uh, Kirk Naylor's uh, office, mm. and they took – they was over there, you know, marching and that type of thing. A lot yeah. of them ended up in jail, and they was going – a guy by the name of Warney Green told me, we, you know, it was kind of – a good deal until you got behind those bars for a while. Yeah, right. Then his attitude changed a little bit. So. <laughs> you got to be committed to the cause. Once hey, I, <laughs> I wasn't very committed to that cause. I didn't want to go to jail. So. <laughs> yeah, but, do you um, yeah. you got like a, as a, not really as a coach, because I know I, I understand that as a coach, and I've talked to several coaches from several different sports, you end up loving all of your different um players and all those type of things. But for you, when you wrestled yourself, you got a most memorable match? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell, big, tell us about that. My, uh, what I thought was the biggest match, I, bought, uh, I wrestled a guy out of Northeast Missouri State. He's national champion. And his name was Kurt Alexander. Mm. Really? <laughs> wow. Dude, Curly Alexander this, this versus Curly Alexander. Curly right. Alexander. They fighting over a name. Alexander <laughs> versus Alexander. He was yeah. in the college division. I was in the NAIA division. Right. Uh -huh. And uh, we ended up having to wrestle a duel against him, and I had to go against this guy. And, boy, it was the quickest thing I ever seen. I, he took me down so fast, I said, shoot, if, if he takes me down like this again, I'm going to have a chance again. Yeah. But I stayed in there, and I persevered, and I stayed in there, I stayed in there, and I was able to beat this guy. So that was probably, you know, and he was, uh, they had the Rules magazine uh, and, and, and the front of the magazine for Rules and Regulations for Wrestling that year. This guy was on the front. Oh, wow. Oh, he was wow. that guy. He was yeah. that guy. Yeah, cover okay. Guy. Yeah. And, and I made the point, I'm going to beat this guy. But, boy, when it first started, I was ahead of my doubts. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, for sure. So you outpointed him? Yeah, yeah, I beat him. I beat him. He had me. He he had a little move where he could reach down and get you. He was long. He had long arms, and mm -hmm. he reached down and get your leg and got it up. Well, he got mine up right at the end. I was saying to myself, "This is not gonna happen." Yeah. And next thing I know, I had my one leg up. And I had, yeah. <laughs> I had been doing a move in practice. I never did it in a match, and I just arm dragged him and took him down, and all the air went out of him. Oh nice. man! Yeah. 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 Your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Curly Alexander joining us here on the Let It Fly show again. But, uh, most recent inductee. 
inductee to the Omaha Sports Commission Hall of Fame. That's the one you Legend. Yeah, legend. Yeah. I had so many great wrestlers that wrestled for me. And yeah. I, one of the things that, uh, including my son, my son, Curly Jr., was three-time state champion. And so mm-hmm. I'm most proud of that. Mm. You got to hold it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I yeah. had so many that were good and great, and then I had a lot of them that weren't so good, but it, they all, I, I loved them all the same. I treat them like they were, were my child. Yeah. Uh, but I think the reason that I was so successful in transferring my abilities over to them is because where I started. Because I knew both ends of the spectrum. I've been undefeated and I've been defeated. Yeah, right. <laughs> A lot more than undefeated. Like right. I said, I won my first tournament and I was in college. And my beautiful wife over here, Carolyn Ann, Alexander, she uh, from all all Tech Trojan as well. Yeah, yeah, she was uh, that that first medal. I gave it to her. Yeah, oh nice. And then she was so swallowed. She was hooked. Just look at her right now. You had to slip back. And then we broke up. Oh no! And I asked for my medal back. (laughs) Oh man, that's funny. So you got to come get it. Yeah. Um, Let me let me ask you. So um. I mentioned <laughs> Crazy. Coach Benning, and I know you mentioned when he passed away yeah. that because of him is why you graduated college, yeah. right? And, yes. and you coaches do an amazing job of helping guys win on the mat or the floor or uh, in the gym or whatever else, but you also help a lot of guys get through school. What, what's the pride in being an, a coach and an educator as well coming oh, up through great. high school? I, let me mention some guys that, that, that coach that were very successful. One of them is uh, Chief Tommy Warren. Tommy. My football yeah. coach. Concordia. Coached, yeah. That's my coach. Him, I yeah. coached yeah. him in track. It wasn't wrestling. I couldn't get him wrestling. He played track. everything, man. He's he a good bas- was, football player. Cornerback. He thought he was a basketball player. That's <laughs> <what I figured. laughs> There's another guy that's the, the county attorney up in uh, Woodbury County, uh, uh, up in Sioux City. His name is uh, Pat Jennings. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's okay. elected official up there. And then I got Terrell McKinney. He was two-time yeah. state champion. He's yeah. in the legislature. Yeah. Those are the guys that were successful that I had. I'm really proud of those guys. For sure. And, and so, still doing things today. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then, for and sure. Then I, and then I got a lot of them that, you know, were just successful citizens. And then yeah. I got some that went the wrong route. Yeah, yeah that happens. And, I, you know, and I loved them just the same. Yeah. All, and, and. And I, the thing that I remember when they get on me and said, uh, do you remember so-and-so? I said, was he a champion? <laughs> I don't remember him then. <laughs> I already know. Well, you had, you had you 50 no champions. <laughs> That's the stuff you said. You had, you had 50 champions. That's hey. a lot of guys to remember. Yeah, speaking yeah. of uh, just people that um, as I'm looking at my, my guy, my man, you know, down here, Houston Alexander, um, how did you connect with Houston? Tell us about that Houston. relationship and uh, coaching with him now. I was an avid uh, bodybuilder. I wasn't in it. Genetically, I wasn't good at anything. <laughs> but I taught uh, weight training, and that's what I taught in school and stuff. And he was one of my top pupils in the school. There. In fact, I had a little um, uh, bodybuilding contest that we, we called Mr. North. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he won that a couple times, and and and, and, that's, <laughs> and uh, I think he remembered that. And then he he got in a big fight that we had down there with a guy, <laughs> one of my wrestlers. And I, I always like a real fight at the school. No, yeah, for sure. No. Okay, all right. He he Same got down. Could, yeah, they weren't wrestling. They were <laughs> no, fighting. No, he got down. Well, yeah. usually when kids had a disagreement, and you know, all the years I'd been coaching and teaching, I'd say, go in the bathroom, decide this, yeah. and come out. Yeah. And they came out already. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I just pushed them back in and let them finish. And, yeah. and finally one of the coaches said, this is enough, and he stopped it. Yeah. So, so that's how I get to know him. So I, this this kid that I had was one of my wrestlers, and I thought, you know, he was kind of an honorary kid. And I just, all these years, up until a few years ago, I thought he'd hit Houston first. Oh, man. It was Houston? <laughs> you know, one thing always comes you, out. It's special that as I look at him, he still looks at you with admiration. As a man, I can see it. In, like he love you, man. I can still whip him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can steal. That's funny. So, what are you doing with yourself now? I'm gonna steal him. We're just yeah. training in Houston, trying to get him yeah. to quit. But he's been successful here lately. And, oh, he's doing the bare, bare knuckles boxing uh, stuff, and we're gonna talk about that coming up. But what do yeah. you? So, as a guy who was an organized classic, one of the oldest sports in the history of the planet, wrestling, to this dude does bare. 
boxing. Dang. <laughs> what is it like training for that? Boxing is much easier to teach than wrestling. Yeah. It's much easier to teach. You only got a couple things that you can do. And he was right. already, you know, when, I, when he came to me, I think it was 2008, he had just signed a contract with the UFC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know how to wrestle. So, yeah. who do you come to? And I'm asking, he shows up in wrestling practice one day. I said, what are you doing? How did you get in here? <laughs> right. What are you, you never wrestled anything. Yeah. yeah. So, he came down there and we started training him with wrestling. He got, you know, he picked up a few things, but his his, his – First problem with him, he'd never been coached. Oh, yeah. No, he'd never had a real coach. Yeah. So he was stubborn, and he's still stubborn. And that's, that's what makes you good. Now, yeah. That's one thing. But you you also need to listen. And uh, and we just now got him to listen after about 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> he said 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> we still, we were arguing yesterday about what, you know, we was looking at his fight, and he was, I didn't get hit. And I'm looking at the table. So the guy, <laughs> he got hit. I didn't get hit. I said, well, you the first guy. I said, Mom, Muhammad Ali got hit. <laughs> right. <laughs> a hard head makes a soft behind. Right. Yeah. Alligator mouth and the hummingbird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what he was. So we we've been working that, working on that. But uh, uh, I I like to give a shout out to yeah. some of my wrestlers that I had that were champions. Uh, mm-hmm. Jerry McCoy was three times state champion. Ryan Terry, the Dwayne Martin, uh, so many more. Curly Smith, uh, so many of them that were so good. Did you get and a his, chance to work with uh, Ron Coleman? Did I get a chance? I coached his daddy. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, I just want to say, throw that out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah, want you to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, alley oop. <laughs> I coached his daddy did two championships. Mm-hmm. And uh, I coached him for two years before I quit. Yeah, exactly. After, yeah. after I got him where I knew that he wasn't going to lose, I, that's when I resigned from Omar yeah. Noah. Yeah, for sure. I was yeah. there. Now, yeah. I just want you to put that out yeah, there. Yeah, I'm he was, glad you yeah. mentioned that. He, yeah. was a, he was a very good wrestler, <laughs> but as a fullback, he Man, was unstoppable. He could, there he was could. not a person who wanted to tackle that kid <laughs> yeah. when he got on pads. Well, it's funny thing. Uh, you know, his dad uh, came to North when I did from Tech, yeah. along with that group, uh, David Austin, and uh, went to Iowa State and some of those guys. And, and, and he played one year football. He had never played uh, before, and he was starting quarterback at North. What? <laughs> what? And he'd never played before? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's so athletic right there. <laughs> Curly, <laughs> man, we appreciate it hey, always. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you for, hey, congratulations on for getting real? another thank Hall you. of Fame. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I look forward to that. That's coming up in May. And you guys that I didn't get to I mention your name, yeah. I, you know, you, you're in my heart. All, all the winners for and sure. stuff. Uh, yeah. And all my coaches that I had, Fred Mayer said, uh, Philip Doolittle, uh, David Washington, uh, all of those guys. They, we, you know, I was one of the first guys when I come to, to a meet. I had about eight coaches with me, and they was wondering, hey, hey this guy yeah. got a coach. Now we see all the coaches doing that. They yeah. all have that. Thanks yeah. again. Yeah, exactly. it. Thanks again, Curly. Yeah, I, I appreciate man. this. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> Thank you. We'll see and you in Josh, May. you keep up the good work down at those Creighton games. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> he does. He, somebody's got to tell him something nice. I'm never nice to him. Uh, so that's, again, it's the Omaha Sports Commission Hall of Fame. It's going to happen in May. Yeah. You can buy tickets for Here's what's going to yeah. happen at the thing. So we're going to have three Hall of Famers going to get in. Curly's going to get in. Tony Velen. Yep. Who not only played at Nebraska, also a Benson Bunny. Yeah, forget that. Won a st- uh, World Championship Super Bowl with Denver Broncos, and then also Gina Mancuso, mm-hmm. one of the greatest volleyball players in Which Nebraska is, history. Yeah. Nebraska uh, got some athletes. Oh man, so many know? great, great, great. Yeah, amazing and athletes. the thing is, like for me, just as a former athlete, uh, a part of high school basketball, I think about what I did at Central with my teams, the three state championships and all. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the spectrum of the greats. Mm-hmm. I think what I did is like a pupil compared to the people, you know, before and oh. even after me making things happen. Well, what you, did, what you did was your success level, and that needs to be commended. But there's some – you got to look – you look at um, Dirk Chatlin's book. Yeah. When he's writing about guys who were Hall of Famers and first-timers. You have Marlon Briscoe, first African-American quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Right? You have Gale Sayers, first guy to score six touchdowns in right. the game. You got a guy like Bob – um, Bob Gibson, right? One point one two ERA and sixty. Right. I mean, these you're talking yeah. about. This is before the we even talk about Mike McGee. Yeah, before you even get to guys who are really, really good. Really good. You have yeah. these guys who were at the pinnacle. Amazing. Bob Boozer, guys like that as well. Right. Again, on May 29th, uh, May, excuse me, May twenty seventh is the Oscars. You can go to the OmahaSports.org page if you want to find out more about it. And uh, come on up there, Houston. I always call Houston. Mr. Heavy Hands. Oh, man. Because 
You know, they get those guys that you you know you wanna you wanna shake hands with. You're like, no, he gonna hurt me. Yeah, you. And I don't need that. I'm a, hey. I'm, 50, I'm 53 Look, he years old. You. I don't need to be. I don't need to be hurt. Uh, yeah. By you know, um, here's all the yeah. things that Houston Alexander. I'm gonna go like the break dancer, DJ, mixed martial artist, yeah. founder of the Culture Shock Tour, Houston Alexander Foundation. Don't forget that he is a bare knuckle boxer now and. The man was a graffiti champ too. He was—I mean, yeah. every, every single thing. Did I leave yeah. anything out? Is that everything? Graffiti champ, huh? Graffiti champ. You were one of the greatest <laughs> graffiti artists yeah. ever come out of Omaha. Dude, funny. the scribbles or whatever. Right, what were you guys uh, called? Uh, the scribbles? Hold, 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 let me stop. It wasn't the scribbles. <laughs> Both of you young right? men scribbles? right now. Okay. okay How y'all gonna have coach up here? Yeah, what I do? Uh-oh. With the, the piece of hair sticking up. Like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I'm not going to. Or Triceratops. It's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can slide. Y'all can, y'all, y'all can stop well, showing. See the way my eyes are set <laughs> up. I, could, I oh. seen what you was doing. Okay. But okay. it didn't look like that for you, you, you didn't slide. Yeah. We will all. You first first of all, First of all, you <laughs> have your relationship zero hair. Coach you has him, not me. Zero hair. I do have zero hair. Zero <laughs> hair. You shouldn't be talking about anybody else. <laughs> I don't have a lot going for me. I got a full head of hair. Oh, that's you, all you, I got to say right man, there. Hey, I got a full head of hair. That's about it. I'm not <laughs> making are, fun of nobody else's hair. Guys, Carlos Santana man. over there eating his wings. Superstition. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and, and hold on, Josh. Let, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let, me, let me get another thing straight. Okay? Yeah, go, go ahead. I'm going to let it fly. I'm going to let everything fly. Let it fly. Let it fly, bro. Because, hold on. Because every time you mention, you get what, bro? Your high school. Yeah. But every time he gets a chance, your yeah. co-host, yeah. he mentions he mentions Louisiana somewhere in there. I, uh, Louisiana I, cooking. Right. I wish I could have right. Louisiana cooking. Right. Or, I wish been, I was right. in Louisiana. I haven't you said bring a up thing. Thank you, bro. I haven't, you said, said, anything. Yeah. I haven't said a thing. <laughs> but if, you you but said it earlier. But, but oh, man, I wish I could go to Louisiana. Right. Just know this. You're from the dirtiest place on the earth in East St. Louis. So <laughs> don't ever talk about ever talk about Louisiana. <laughs> funny, bro. Don't ever do oh, that. Oh, you got that man. nasty oh, pizza oh, there. Oh, All you know oh, for is some fried yeah, ravioli. Oh, no, 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 no. Fried rice. East St. Louis. Yeah. Fried rice. For fried rice. You know they have fried rice in China too. It don't mean hey, nothing about that. Hey, y'all funny, bro. <laughs> Crazy, man. Hey, hold on. And another fact. Let me let this fly. Okay. Go ahead, fact. Okay. Go ahead. Hey, my, uh, Mr. Severe, yes. could you please let everybody know who one of your favorite uh, cousins are in hip hop. <laughs> Come on, man. Let him, right, let him so, know. So when I was when I was little and yeah. LL Cool J was coming up. Yep. Right. He Bobcat, his original DJ, is my cousin. Word is my cousin. That's yeah. real. Yep, really is. So, oh, that's so dope. Guys, and here's what here's what sucks. Hello, hello, one of the greatest. Real, real quick story. Real quick, this this sucks. Okay, eighth grade. <laughs> you put him on the eighth, spot. Eighth grade. Uh, Michael wasn't a big student, so Michael had to go to summer school. Okay, so I missed, and my cousin Corey got to go on tour with LL. Wow. And my cousin Corey's job was one lay out his outfit yeah. for each one of the sets and to block the women at the door for which direction they would go. Man. So half would go this way. Those are the ones that he swiped right. right. And then the other half would go this way yeah. and he swiped left. And, you know what's funny? and I, I didn't get to go on the tour. I, I feel see, like see. his A, and I guarantee his ki- his kids are A1 students because he well, my kids. Say, Oh, both 4.0s, boy. Hey, 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 and hey, you hey, tell them your story of why you couldn't go <laughs> with your grades. I couldn't go there. You let have let a 4.0. Let, I'm letting it fly. I'm letting it fly. <laughs> let that. I was so Louisiana <laughs> and his cousin, you know, was, yeah. right, was DJing for yeah. LL Cool J. Bobcat, baby. Bobcat. Long <laughs> before. Central in Louisiana. Oops. Yeah. Cut, cut creator came on. Houston <laughs> <laughs> Alexander joining us. My man. Well, um, man. Yeah. I mentioned came up in East St. Louis. Congratulations on the show. Oh, thank you. We appreciate it. We look like Crips and Bloods up here. You got the red on. We got the blue on. Yeah. We need some you purple. Know. We need a break. The shoe fit. No, man. Hold <laughs> on. Yeah, right. We got the red shoes on. Uh, just by the, by the way, I got a Saint shirt on under here. Oh, oh, anyway, oh, 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 Where's your central shirt? <laughs> uh, is that heart? Is that heart? Is that heart? I got a, I got you know a, I love central, I got a Fort Lee right there in my arm. Yeah. Um, so let, me ask you, let me ask you this. When did you know, at, <sighs> whether it was being a kid in East St. Louis or coming to North Omaha, okay. that you, you needed to be... Violent with your hands. You need to learn how to fight. Violent with the hands. When did you know right away that that combat fighting might be in your life at some point? I don't know. You know what? In East St. Louis, you know you had to combat. You knew you had to. Yeah, you got to step off the porch with the hands. And and the funny thing about it, at Canada School in East St. Louis, before we moved to Omaha, uh, there was uh, these kids who tried to take my candy bar. 
Wow. What type of candy bar was it? was Hold up. It was a Snickers. Oh, that's a fight. That's a fight. That's a fight. And I'm still looking for y'all, too. I'm still looking for y'all to this day. I was eight. I'm still looking for y'all. But you realized early on being able to defend yourself was important. No, no. My uncles. I always had those uncles who were always wrestled with you all the time. So I had uncles who were always beating on me all the time. And so when I got into a situation like that, it was Yeah, whether you wanted to fight or not fight, they always They was always on. I feel it. Yeah. Well, they yeah, make yeah, you yeah. tough. Yeah, for me, man, uh, you listed all everything that you know him as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just yeah. kind of rapping before. Let me tell you how I know Houston. Yeah. Um, maybe nine. I think maybe eight or nine. Along with your best friend. Who was your best friend? Niles Paul. Niles. Paul. He okay. still is my. Right. He still is one still of my. Did you hang with Phil Bates, too? We yeah. All you guys running together? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, we get to that. Dude. Okay, hey, all hey, right. Hey, now, Niles Paul got a very white beard. Yeah. He's still Looks pretty yeah. good. So, look, it's crazy that, like, um, like, when we see each other, like, we know, like, you know what I'm about to say. But mm-hmm. so, eight, nine years old, myself, Niles Paul, we Boys and Girls Club kids. We run around every single day playing basketball, playing football, going to football practice for Coach Coach Warren to me, mm-hmm. Chief Warren at a time. Tommy Warren. Huh? You know, and we're doing our thing. And um, they was like, man, y'all just keep going in and out. Like, if you go out, you got to stay out. Yeah, Matter of yeah, fact, go down the hall. So we go down the hall by the coat rack, and uh, I look in there, and I got my man Houston in there. He in there teaching a breakdancing class. Yeah. You know, first time I ever met him in my life. He see me. Invited me in there. I was I was scared. I was nervous, man. Yeah. Then he kind of deboed me into going in there because I was getting into trouble in the halls. <laughs> and it's been love ever since, man. He had that, me and Niles crazy. in there. That's crazy. It's a yeah. verb. Deboing is a Real verb. Talk. And, and, yeah. and he and I, he ended up dunking on people. Niles <laughs> <laughs> jumping over people. Yeah. Man, man, but man. no, yeah, so he was somebody that we looked up to. That's awesome. You know, growing That's up. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that, that culture shock tour and just going into schools yeah. and showing positivity he was the kind of through. Stoker, bro. That's another one. I just yeah. shout out. I went there. Come the on, man. That's crazy. What was the nickname for Conor Stoker? Uh, I don't know what it was. The Bearcats or something like that? Uh, Tigers? Pioneers. 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 That's crazy, Pioneers. yeah. One of the oldest schools in Omaha. Yeah. Conor right Stoker is really from Omaha. And we just did uh, Lord Dodge. I went to Lord Dodge. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so, yeah, so kind, yeah, kind of tell kind of tell the audience about, like, what you do when you go into schools. Now, the the whole concept came because, you know, we were working for the this radio station, and they were they was trying to get out into the community. Yeah. So they, I always had this plan to teach the kids about hip-hop culture because they get so much negative imagery on television and on the radio. Right. So, so we wanted to t- teach the kids about what the culture was about. And so we, we put formatted, to, formatted this program where we go into schools and teach the kids about uh, the hip-hop culture, which is about music, mm-hmm. dance, and art. And yeah. positivity. The basis of a hip-hop culture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I seen it. Um, this was like maybe like two days ago. I seen it on my timeline. Yeah. How it made me proud, man, because I seen myself in those kids in the front that was going crazy. And, and we got man, we got kids that, you know, that, that say, oh, I saw you 10 years ago. So I'm yeah. like, man, so that's, you know, again, the impact I'm one is of there. Them. I'm one of them. The impact yeah. is there. That's crazy. Yeah. First first UFC fight, was it the Keith Jardine fight? Yeah, the, that was the first one. I remember in, uh, standing, 07. standing there watching the fight, mm-hmm. and, and I'd never been in a situation where it was somebody I knew, yeah. and I'm a liar, I was scared to death for you. I, I was. Jesus. I was like, he's gonna get, he's gonna get hurt in here, because you know, I just knew you as a DJ. I didn't know, you know, mm-hmm. you whipped his ass, but that's fine. I, but okay. I was nervous. I remember yeah. being scared that something bad was gonna happen to you, and you took care of business. Man, but what was that? What was man. that like when you get in the UFC and you got that first fight against a named fighter? I mean, everybody knew who Keith Jardine was. I said, but hold on. first of all, we have we have to go back to the, the the gentleman that was up here earlier, Curly Alexander. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. The one that y'all didn't let, let him know that the, uh, the hair uh, was sticking up. The man's name <laughs> is Curly. You said he looked like Tweety Bird. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Tweety Bird. You can't say nothing. Okay, you can't. But anyway, I respect that man. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> elders. He's funny. Can, can let, can, can, just can lay it down. Okay? Yeah. Okay. No and, anyway, yeah. I just, I just, look, if you pull up a picture of Curly <laughs> Alexander from college, none. Nobody up here looked as good as Curly did. Uh, okay. Curly was funny. Uh, uh, have you ever seen Curly? Young Little bit of Elder Barge. His, oh, he was. His, his wife wanted to come up here so bad to lay, lay that down. <laughs> to, lay, to lay it down. Yeah. And she, you know, she worked for Mutual. So she, you know, she was uh, the nope. hairstylist. Presentations, everything. <laughs> just, yeah, no anyway, doubt. Uh, anyway, when we got the contract, I had just won a tournament. And I thought, was, I thought I was going to Hawaii. Yeah. And so uh, I, got the, I got a call maybe a couple of weeks after this. I said, hey, we got a fight for you, dude. And I was like, where is this at? Yeah. And this is when I was doing the circuit, you know, for mm-hmm. you know, about seven years. Yeah. And they said, uh, it's, uh, it's in Vegas. 
And I said, guess who? And some guy named Keith Jardine. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And then, yeah, all this, this whole entire time, the past seven, eight years, I've been, I've been fighting people twice my size. Yeah. yeah. You know, not no 205. I've been, I've right. been fighting people 230, 240. And so all, the first thing I asked was, how much do you weigh? Right. How much is the uh, how, how, what's, what's the pound? Yeah. Yeah. 205. I said, sign me up. Got him. And then no one was him. the UFC because I didn't really Dang. care. Dang. I, I never what really watched it. What a way to get it into it. Because I, I was already, I was fighting Word. every week. Dang. So, That's powerful. So when we got the contract, uh, the first person I went and saw that was, was, was Curly. Yeah. So, because you I hadn't did, wrestled before. I haven't wrestled. And obviously, it's mixed martial but, arts. But I, but I needed a coach. Yeah. And, sure. I, and, and, and he was and the first person I saw that. That you remember and knew. That's he, dope. he was the, one, the first one I saw that. Yeah. You guys go out there, and you're out there, obviously, in the cage right. by yourself. But there's so many people mm-hmm. that help you. I mean, you obviously, got to worry about your nutrition and your training and yep. somebody to help you boxing. I mean, it's a lot of people that go into getting you in there to win a fight. Yes, sir. And, and, and the funny thing about it is uh, the, 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 the main people that, that, that help you out um, – I'll say y'all starting with Mick Doyle. Yeah. Oh, Mick. Yeah. Yeah. Mick Mick Doyle at his gym because uh, if it wasn't for Mick and him uh, teaching me how to actually structure a fight, right? Then you know we wouldn't be probably be in the situation we are in right right now. Mm -hmm. But if it wasn't for Curly, we wouldn't have met Mick. Yeah. Or or went to Mick's gym. Yeah. Yeah. So all that came into play, and when we got to Vegas, and which was this is this big time for UFC because to me. Back then, the UFC was a uh, it was like a, a sacred ground. Yeah, you know, like now everyone's in the UFC. Like, yeah. oh man, I mean, I'm a UFC guy. It's but back now. then, you had to earn it. Yeah, you, you did. had to really earn it. And yeah. when we got out to Vegas, and they they found out we were from Nebraska, they really didn't care. Mm. And they thought I was just going just like you thought I was going to get my ass. I was worried man. about you, man. But you, yeah, for sure. No, I respect that. I was but but, but, but uh, when we were out there, we we weren't was going to win. Yeah, and, uh, and and if it wasn't also for Monty Cox, who was the manager at the time, yeah, who uh, commissioned for me to be there because they they, they didn't want me to fight because they thought I was going to get killed. Wow. Yeah. And he said no. Let him fight. I guarantee you he's going to beat it. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, two days later, we ended up beating him. your life. Took care of his business. So, now, it's not necessarily changing my life because I was already fighting already. No doubt, yeah. It just, you know, it just it just it's, Yeah, it's like I've been putting this work. Now bit. I'm being seen. Yeah. I find, yeah, I respect that. Yeah, so as, a, as a fighter, though, how to, how, like, I hear a lot of different fighters and they talk about why they do it and mm-hmm. how their mental is about it. Like, how do you, as a fighter, deal with wins and losses? Like, how does that affect you, like, moving forth to the next fight? And obviously, I know about watching film and all, but, like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is a hurt, this is a hurt, hurt business. This is yeah. a fight game. How do you deal with a win versus a loss? You know what? I think it's all the same for me because, uh, you know, you, uh, it's cliche. You, you, you learn from your losses. Right. I always I try to learn from the loss. Yeah. And, and it's lovely when you're winning. Yeah. And, every, and, and what what'd you say, Coach? Everyone likes a winner. Everyone likes a winner. Yeah. But, he but remembers again, all the winners. Yeah, 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 yeah he remembers yeah, the yeah, way he yeah, lost. Yeah. Yeah. He, you, you see what he said. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he remembered the champion. He remembers all the champions. Yeah, were yeah. you a champion? I remember yeah. you. So, yeah. so he, he, yeah. barely, he barely remembers me. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, you could take from the losses, and it's cliche, but take from the losses and enjoy the wins. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get into the, the bare-knuckle boxing? Oh, uh, someone called me. That was and, it. And it was like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, uh, you want to do bare knuckle? I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, so you about that? That was that. it. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're three and zero, oh, and yeah. it was just simple phone call. It's simple phone call. <laughs> right. You know why? Because it was. It meant to me that's easy. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like boxing with no gloves. Yeah. And uh, how did I start to, uh, this business? By eighth, uh, I was eight years old in Canada school at East St. Louis. Yeah, I was Fighting, already yeah. doing it. I was Fighting. already doing yeah. it. Plus, yeah. I got big knuckles. Yeah. You had an opportunity to fight against. Uh, not even just a – I mean, went from YouTube sensation. Kimbo. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Kimbo yeah. Slice. Like – He was on commercials and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like the fight is one thing, but talk about him as a person. Uh, you know what? And I, and I don't think I've ever told this story. Um, the day I, en- I ended up meeting him, we were all in the hallway. He had um, himself and 100 goons. Mm. And guess who was by themselves? Me. You by yourself, yeah. yeah. I like, I'm a solo artist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. At yeah. the time, you know, and I had, you know, I had my goon, right, right there. But it's, you know, had the curly. Y'all let him. <laughs> he ain't gonna yeah, let yeah, that go, yeah, coach. Yeah, I had the head. Yeah, see, I had my goon, but he was. He was on the road. He, he, he was sleeping. He was sleeping. Okay. He, he was in the sleep. But anyway, I met him. I went up to him, and the, and the guys, they for some reason they probably thought that I was coming up here, you know, to start somewhere. But yeah. I was just, I want him to introduce myself. So, yeah. I was like, what's what's happening? Yeah, yeah. And they let me through. I ended up talking to the guy, and then after that was it. But it, it's funny because that fight keeps being brought up because they keep showing the fight. Yeah, they back, do. Back then, which really irritates me, is they didn't count leg kicks. 
Wow. You were kicking, yeah. the, you were kicking the hell they, out they, of him. They didn't yeah. count yeah. like I never knew that. It never, they, 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 the, the, the judging was different. You know, I don't think it was a total package like how they have yeah, today. For sure. Yeah, But they didn't, they didn't count the leg kicks. Yeah. And now, guess what they're counting right now? A lot of leg kicks. A lot of leg kicks. Lot yeah. Of leg kicks. So yeah. they're counting them as strikes. Yeah. 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 So, but, so uh, you know, I, we, we actually thought we wanted to fight. And um, you know whatever they you know they they got who they what they wanted. Yeah, I mean yeah. it was one. I mean, rest in peace 20... and rest in peace to my man and yeah. shouts out to his family, man. You know For because sure. you know it is what it is. Yeah, I think it was yeah. like 29, 28, 29, 28. It was I don't a, know. It's one yeah. round either way. You it would have been nothing because he had one good slam. Yeah, and and, and that yeah. was it. Yeah. Now, yeah. now you can't you can't show you know yeah, and this stuff which you can't show you know the the, the judges something like that. So. Yeah. yeah, right. You're you're uh, you're fifty. Yes, sir. When, when, hey, when you gonna stop? You, hey, hold on, my, here, you I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna tell hey, you. Father, what's time is rest fighting against you and losing. <laughs> but hey, and the jets for men, you know, you throw the jets. I look, that's fine. Throw the jets I'm for just men, saying, man. you know, you know, you, your boy you, Curly <laughs> said you were too old when you started fighting. Now you fifty. <laughs> <laughs> now you fifty. When you, when you gonna stop? <laughs> you ever see? Y'all see the Bad Boy Last Bad Boys movie? I yeah. did see that. Yeah, Will, yeah. Will Smith was in the bed and, and yeah. Martin Lawrence put the jets for yeah. men in his beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. As, I've been keeping myself in shape, man, and I stay in shape. You still work out seven and, days a week? And, and I don't know about seven days. You used to work I, out I put, seven put, days a week. I put six in there somewhere. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. I gotta have some time, but but you know, as long as I'm taking care of my body, yeah. as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and I'm not l- losing. Yeah. Um, or, 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 nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah it's just I, don't, I don't know when to hang it. I don't know when to hang it up. Yeah, hang it up. Yeah, just like yeah. when you play basketball, you know, yeah. you know when to hang it up. And he can't sure. dunk anymore. He's just like yeah. front rim it. Yeah, like, hey, right, time for me to go. I shot the ball today for the first time in a long time because it rolled over to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't got it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I would keep it real. I always, I, I always tell <laughs> my last game playing softball. I'm at third base. Ball comes to me. I take it. I go to throw it to first base, and it bounces the pitcher's mound. I took off my hat, my glove, yeah, and I walked off. And Brandy Peters, she's like, "Where you going?" I'm like, "That's it. I ain't got nothing left." I'm done. No so when, I, when, when, I, when I, don't, I don't have anything left, I, I don't know when to You'll stop. Know. Yeah. But right now, right now, it's yeah. just like I told anybody in the other in the other interviews. I'm just having fun. Yeah, yeah. We just having fun and we and we enjoying the journey. So yeah. What's, ne- what's next for you? Yeah, I was gonna say, what's next? When's the next fight? Oh man, I'm, I'm not for sure. They, they want they want me to fight probably sometime this year. You know, and I and I fought twice last year because yeah, yeah. I, I really didn't get hit, coach. He said you got hit. He did say that. <laughs> he said he, he watched said, well, the what? film. He said, well, I don't know what you look at. <laughs> I saw you get hit. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. I just want to have fun, man. For yeah. sure. That's it. I just want to have fun. And, yeah. uh, and, of course, how many kids you got? Uh, yeah, a whole bunch of them. Yeah, a whole bunch yeah. of them. So, grandkids. What, well, how's yeah, everybody? Yeah. So, you know, the, the whole family, the, the family's gotten bigger. Yeah. And, obviously, you know, it, 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 my kid, man, my oldest is 30. Oh my good, your girl. Uh, um, Eli, like, my mom, my daughter, the daughter I gave the kidney to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, she's thirty, she's 30 years, old. years old. Man, that's when you know. And and and, and you probably saw her at the radio station when she was. You know, I went little. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. When she was, and man, yeah. that's crazy. I there how how oh four. Yeah, yeah, so that's crazy how yeah. um how just life time has been. Time, yeah, time has gone it's by. Yeah. Like I said, I mentioned the first time I met you. Is you were eight years old. Exactly. How old are you now, John? Yeah, thirty. I'll be thirty-four on Halloween. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And, and time just go by so fast. But when you're when you're doing things, staying you know staying active yeah, for sure. And you you know you're doing stuff like this yeah. show right here. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. And, and next time you got somebody up here. Yeah. yeah. They got bad hair. Got bad hair. <laughs> Tell them. Yeah. Just hanging well, out. most guys won't have a slick bike. No, no, like, no. I, I, I like tried. I, I, and I was, I was giving y'all on to the signal. I, I was giving. It. Yeah, I, was giving I, I saw you. I'm yeah. not making the man. I respect my elders. Yeah. Carlos Santana's the man. Do you leave him alone? My guy, man. You're the man. Yeah. You're the man. Good to see you. Houston oh, Alexander, yeah. we appreciate it. Thank you very right, much, and, Houston and, Alexander, as no always. Problem. And then uh, go to hey, go to HoustonAlexander.org. Yeah. Uh, to check out, you know, the, the school tour. Yeah. And all the things. It's amazing, y'all. He's still doing it, man. That's incredible. Yeah. He still can break dance. I can, still be with my, yeah. I can still be one. At a high level. At a high level. Well, as long as you don't be doing that house music stuff, I'm okay. Uh, just, just for men, brother. Just, 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 <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. And my wife was like, I like the gray. So I kept the gray. When you say just for men, I think about that commercial from the 90s. It's so magic. No one can tell. Your beard is weird, brother. My beard is the color it is. It ain't changing. I ain't paying no $9 to get my beard. I'm cheap. Thank you, Houston. We appreciate yeah, it. Houston right. Alexander right. coming in, Curly yeah, Alexander thanks, as well. Thanks, Real quick before we get out of here, uh, the pink. We talked about the pink out game from atmosphere wise and yeah. everything like that. But you mentioned this before we got on the air. Only nine points from the bench, Man. but you had Nimhart with almost a triple double. Yep. You got again another good game from Cockburner, and again you got Arthur Kaluma out there 
putting in work. Yeah. They, right now, they're, they're five, four in a row, and they're playing their best basketball. Yeah, and the thing is, they top-heavy with the starters. Yeah. And I think that's I okay. It yeah. is what it is now. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you more than a few games in. Mm-hmm. You got your identity. You, you still letting it fly, you know, from three, but you also are building on, like, your, your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those, those bench guys – uh, the last game they came in and they did their job, yep. you know, and that was essentially like play good defense, rebound if they can, and shoot open shots when they come to them. Like yeah. I mean, and Frederick Ken- King's block, the one block, that thing, it went nuts. The I whole know. building went crazy. Oh, let me tell you something about that. So not just about the block. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting all year for Creighton to make a rally with that blow the roof off the house moment. Mm-hmm. They haven't had one of those. Right. And what I mean by that is it's a certain type of segment where you're going on a run, you get a bucket, yep. you get a stop, and it's a transition, and that three, when everybody stands up, man, yep. on top of the the pink out game, mm-hmm. on top of the run they was making, it was so loud in that arena. Like, there was no chance Xavier was winning that game. Coming into the, coming into the season, this was the season we talked about Creighton had a chance to, even though they've obviously been to a Sweet 16 now, to really put their name out there in the national thing. Right now, right. they are 10th in Ken Palm, 18th ranked offense, 21 ranked defense. Man. And they got Georgetown coming up tomorrow. Right. Taping this, it'll be Wednesday. Villanova, Seton Hall, and UConn. Right. They've won four in a row. Right. They go on a run where they win another four in a row, and it's in an 8-0. Right. And they're ranked probably somewhere around 18, 19, maybe exactly. even higher than that. It's a yeah. big deal. And, and, and the way the committee is, is all about uh, seedings. All you, yep. all, all you got to do is get that proper seeding, yep. and you can become a mismatch for anybody. Sure. Even though they're a high-power team, it's not a, I'm not saying like they're a Cinderella situation, yep. but teams don't want to play Creighton in that tournament. No, 100%. definitely not. I'm just gonna be honest. No. It was great though. Like uh, it was everything that I expected. Like with the like I said, the, the theme of the game, the amplification of the players, uh, how well they were prepared prior to the week in practice. Yeah. No chance Xavier was winning that yeah. game. No, no, you could tell with about six minutes into the game. Yeah, no that, chance. That thing was over. Yeah. Um, I mean. Super Bowl set, right? We got yeah. a Super Bowl set. Oh, uh, and now Glendale. Yeah. Kansas City beats Cincinnati. Philly yeah. beats up on a nine. That was ugly. You know, you lose Brock Purdy early. The man has a torn tendon in his arm. Yeah. He's, then they bring in Josh Johnson. That man gets um, a concussion. And you're like, what, what more bad stuff let could me, happen let, than let that? Me, I'm about to run some things off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So first half alone. Okay. All the flags on defense yeah. holding or the face masses. Yeah. Eagles, the fourth down success to make first downs mm-hmm. was like, at one point, it was like 29 out of 32. They've been like that, yeah. Jalen Hurts, personally, I think he should buy all of his O-linemen <laughs> APs because he didn't get tackled. Yep, they, he didn't get there, there, there wasn't mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Also, the most rushing yard touchdowns in a single season all time as a team. Yep. Josh Johnson, when he fumbled that snap. Brock Purdy, you mentioned the elbow injury. Mm-hmm. Two turnovers for the 49ers and almost 100 passing yards. It was 97 to be accurate for mm-hmm. Philly in the first half. Yep. And then the delay of games. That alone. Right. And then the, the Well, that de- fumble, the Josh Johnson fumble, because you're going to halftime and you're getting the ball that first and you're down 14-7. Yeah. You could, you, maybe you could do something. Yeah. But once they went up 21-7 going into half. This was crazy. I, I had heard their, um, their uh, game analysts say that we might have to – See Christian McCaffrey yep. play quarterback. Well, they pulled the helmet out, which is crazy. Yeah, yep. like it's almost like Wildcat. Yeah, it, anything that could have went wrong did go wrong. Yep. And, but even uh, even then, it still shows the poise of how good the Niners were because they still held their own. For they as did. Much their as defense. They could. Their defense played as well. Yeah. If you so you have two games being played, so you have offense defense for both. I think the best unit yep. that played that whole day 100%. was the Niners defense. I agree. That's that was, what the, I'm that was to say. the best unit. Yeah. I, I mean, and um, Jalen Hurts MVP man. I don't think he will just, just because of the games he missed. Yeah. The yeah. games he missed. You know, Patrick Mahomes has played throughout the whole season. Yeah. Now he's playing with this injury. He was a warrior out there on one leg, bouncing around, I trying to make plays, that. running for that first down before he got pushed out of bounds. I mean, those are all things that go yeah. now. And they vote for the award based off of the regular season. Oh, okay. So I, I, Mahomes in, I think probably. Mahomes is going to get yeah. it again, which, I mean, that's understandable. Yeah. But we got he's what we're asking for. You get two one, number one seeds. Yeah. It's the first time you've had that since 2018. Exactly. That Super Bowl 
yeah. is one of the best you've ever watched. That's the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl. Yes, we had two number one seeds playing each other, the two best teams in football getting together, and we had a we had a classic, you know, yes. and it had overtime. So yeah. I mean, that, if we get that again, I'll take it. Right. Um, I will say going back to what Kansas City did, and look, I picked them. I didn't think Cincinnati could beat them four times in a row. Yeah, you did I, tell I, me I, that. I, I thought they would win the game, but. And I rewatch. I was just at PT, yeah. and, and while at physical therapy, the game was on. They were playing the game. Yep. And there were so many calls. And I know Kansas City fans don't want to hear about the calls. <laughs> there were so many bad calls. Yes. So many questionable calls. Things didn't need to be made. Yes. And on the other hand, not called against Kansas City. Right. That even if you were a Chiefs fan, you have to go, come on. Yeah. We, we, we won the game, but yeah. we got a lot of help from it, the guys it, in the stripes. I agree. So, yeah. But I will tell you this. I, I, I love for the Eagles to win it because everybody knows I'm not a Chief fan. But I think the Chiefs – should be favored in this game yep. based off of experience, mm-hmm. based off of the schedule they played, based off of the way their defensive line is playing. Yep. Um, and I think overall, now they yep. got to get some wide receivers healthy, obviously. Yeah. But I think they're the better team. Yep. If the Eagles win it, it's because Jalen Hurts plays like an MVP. 100%. That's what's got to happen. But I think, yeah. I think, as much as I don't want to see it, I think the Chiefs are the better team. Yeah. I think they probably should be. And they're not favored. They're two-point dogs, or one and a half, two and a half. It's been bouncing back and forth. But if it was, I was going to guess – I think it's going to money will move towards Kansas City. Yeah. Because you look at what, who Philly's played this year. Yeah. Look at the quarterbacks they play. Look how many backup quarterbacks. They're going against not a good one. Yeah. They're going against the guy who's the best. Yeah. So, oh, I, yeah, I'm thinking about what you're saying. It sounds, it sounds right and accurate to me. Yeah. I, I agree. And I mm. honestly think my perspective about the Bengals, like, no matter how that game went, calls or no calls. Yeah. You've seen the experience of yeah, Kansas you did. City. You did. That's what it come down to for me. Making plays. You know? Yeah, yeah. They've so, been there. They've done it. They've yeah. seen it. Super Bowl going to be fun. Also, never had this before. Got two African-American quarterbacks playing. I know. I've never Super Bowl thought about that. That's yep. true. Yep. You got never wow. had before. Obviously, you've had Doug Williams win it. And yeah, Patrick sure. Mahomes. And I know there are people out there. First of all, let me say this. I grew up in the South. Hey, Louisiana. All right? I grew up in the South. <laughs> that and plug. I had a guy on Twitter say to me, oh, no, Patrick Mahomes is mixed. Why would that make him black? And let me tell you, what? Mississippi, the state of, Who, what, has what's, a what's rule Twitter? that's called just one drop. That's what it's called in Mississippi. Yeah. Just one drop. You got just one drop, you're black. That's you know a, who you're black too? Every cop but, in the state. But, but forget, forget <laughs> Mississippi. That's an unwritten rule. <laughs> that's unwritten rule. If you everywhere. got an ounce of <laughs> just one drop, that's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, that's unwritten. So you can, <laughs> you can call him Mix. You can call him Mulatto. You, you can call him whatever boy. you want. He, yeah. He's a black yeah, quarterback. Black man. Yes. Yeah, African-American Did man. Did you not see his dad after smoking a cigar? Yeah. That's a black man. Right. That's his kid. And he really wanted to talk differently than he, he did. He did. He held himself together. But yes, we have that going on as well. Of course, next week, we got a really special show for you guys. I'm not going to tell you who it is. It's going to be a surprise. We've got a special show next week. It's going to be on Tuesday. Yep. Um, it's going to be fun. But uh, then, we'll, of course, we'll be able to preview the Super Bowl and, yep. and talk about that. Yep. we got two more weeks. This whole week off before the Super Bowl still always bothers me. <laughs> yeah. Still bothers yeah. me. But we got that, and we'll have a plenty of chance to talk about the games. Yeah. Special thanks to Hill Varsity Club always. Pat Safford is down. here. Uh, Chris Gorman for everything. Bill Al Lopez Great. is not here. Phil McCain doing the guesting, of course. Omaha Steaks. Always tell you it's never a bad time to give Omaha Steaks a gift. They will love you for it. Another show coming up next week. It will be a very special guest. So tune in. You can always find the show, letitflyshow.com. You can find it there. You can go to Spotify, Apple, Twitter, Facebook. We're everywhere. YouTube, all that. Everywhere you look, you'll find us. As always, Josh, take us away. Your boy, Josh Jones, for my man, Michael Severe. You know how we do it. It's the Let It Fly Show. <laughs> 